0: Do dum 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 dum
1: dum 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 da dum 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 da dum da dum 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 dum
0: And welcome to another episode of Breaking Mayberry, yelling at television through time.
2: Right. (laughs) You see, like, the mask go up before he does it, and then the radio voice comes out. It's the best. Yeah, it's pretty good. Like, his eyes super dilate for a second as, like, he channels some, like, long-dead DJ. It's it's
0: like a whole scanners thing. If I do it too much, my head will actually explode.
2: (laughs) I love when there's someone else in the room with me that can... Like, like, just just witness this You
1: weren't alone. I experienced uh, it,
0: too. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Marty Schneider. (laughs) I'm the mean host, Dan Ludwig. Uh, We have a special guest today. Uh, Today, in today's episode, we are talking about pickles. Yeah. And uh, if you're a fan of The Andy Griffith Show, you already know what episode we're talking about. It's literally called The Pickle Story. It is a big deal among Andy Griffith fans. It, like, comes in... Pretty regularly in, like, the top five in all different polls. In Introduce
2: season. our guest.
0: Well, I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, So we brought in somebody who literally wrote the book on pickling and other kinds of fermentation. And she'll correct me and tell me that the pickles that we're talking about today are not the pickles that she talks about. But... Peter Piper over here. Introduce our he guest. <laughs> the book is called From Your Vegetables, A Fun and Flavorful Guide to Making Your Own Pickles, Kimchi, Kraut, and More. And our guest is Amanda Pfeiffer. Amanda, thank you for being on the show today.
1: Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Sorry for that extremely long walk. I enjoyed that long walk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it's a big buildup. Amanda, before we get into this, can you uh, tell, us about your, your, tell us about this book? Tell us about any other blog stuff sure you know promote whatever you want right now
1: yeah so i've been blogging under the name fickle with a ph um since 2011 and i teach fermentation classes of all kinds kombucha yogurt culture butter fermented vegetables pickles kraut kimchi the whole shebang um miso lots of crazy things um and i also um, I'm forgetting what my actual job is. I wrote that cookbook, uh, that cookbook, for Vegetables. I'm working on a proposal for a second book, which I don't have a publisher for yet. Um, well, I haven't finished the proposal, so it would be impossible for me to have a uh, publisher. And, yeah, that's that's my gig. I teach fermentation.
0: Amanda, where can our listeners buy this book?
1: Um any place you would buy a book.
0: Okay. It should be there. <laughs> we'll have links in the show notes. For instance, bookstores, Amazon. Check them out. <laughs> yes.
1: Also, bookstores.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. We recommend bookstores. Yeah. This I, episode of, of Breaking Mayberry <laughs> is sponsored <fostered> by <laughs> books.
2: <laughs> a little rainbow like, goes across the screen. Like, books. Check them out.
0: <laughs> books are good. That's our jingle for it. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so, those
2: are your bona fides. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. That's uh, me. Uh, all we really needed was somebody who knows a little bit more about pickle and pickling than we do. Uh, I don't know if I, if y'all have seen it, but on our YouTube page there is a video of Dan and I attempting to make pickles. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty bad. Uh, I think Amanda's shaking her head at us right now. I assume that she watched it. I'm
1: not judging. Oh, you? Okay, de- cool. We brought you on
0: here to judge. <laughs> That's what you're here for. Uh, all right, so today we're talking pickles. Yeah. Um, specifically, we're talking about Season 2, Episode 11, The Pickle Story, written by Batman detective Harvey Bullock, <laughs> uh, and it airs December 18th, 1961, and it is directed by Swabber of Beanies, Bob Sweeney. Traveling tonic salesman, Bob Sweeney. And here is our one-sentence summary from Wikipedia. Andy and Barney replace Aunt B's bad tasting homemade pickles with store-bought pickles, but find themselves in a real pickle. Oh, some Wikipedia writer oh, thinks they're real fuck clever. You,
1: <laughs>
0: find themselves in a real pickle when she decides to enter her pickles in a contest at the county fair. Uh, look, let's just do this right now. You can take a drink every time we say pickle today.
2: <laughs> it's gonna get, you're gonna kill
1: yeah, one somebody, of Somebody's gonna
0: die. Please do your pickle backs responsibly.
2: Ah, Christ. You're going to kill one of our listeners with, like, a lower body weight. Like, if anyone is, like, 140 or lower, they're a dead person.
0: Do they have picklebacks in the other parts of the country? I didn't know that picklebacks were a thing until I moved here. Same. Uh, if, If you don't know what a pickleback is, it's basically a shot of whiskey with a pickle juice chaser.
2: I think it's like, is it? No, it's not a Midwestern thing because you're from the Midwest. I never knew about I it. I thought it was like a Midwestern thing that like slowly made it. Or wait, it might be I a, think it's
0: an Eastern Seaboard thing at least. It might solely be a Philly thing.
2: I've explained what a pickleback is to my family in Massachusetts 30 times. And they react with just horror every <laughs> single time. And I'm, I've like had like whiskey and pickle juice in front of them. But like, just try it. Just it's it's fine. It's great. Try it. It and is great. Yeah, they act like I'm asking them to drink like <laughs> detergent from under the sink.
0: We do have here in southeastern Pennsylvania a rich history of pickling, uh, mm-hmm. from the the Amish and the Pennsylvania Dutch, which I learned from that Alton Brown episode mm-hmm. about pickling, which was my preparation for this episode. <laughs> and right. Damn, that's what we should have done. We should have done picklebacks while we were on air. Damn it. Uh... Too. But what we do have here are I mean, how
2: long do we have the room for?
0: (laughs) There is probably some whiskey in that fridge. Yeah. Um, What we do have here is a bottle of jar of pickles that Dan and I made using the very bad pickle recipe that Aunt Bee uses on this show, supposedly. It came from the Aunt Bee's country kitchen cookbook, (laughs) which is the thing that I own. What do you guys think? Should we do the episode first and then get into the pickle tasting? That's what I feel like we should do.
2: All right. Uh, I kind of okay. want to do the pickle tasting first just so that we can kind of, like, yell. Okay. Yeah. Also, I, I have the strong <laughs> suspicion that this is going to be like we're doing ayahuasca. Like, we're going to have done such <laughs> a bad job that we're going to, like... Hallucinate violently.
1: Wait, I have one question about this though, before, and you can tell me if I'm getting ahead of myself, but I am a little confused because why would, like, the whole premise of the episode is that her pickles taste like ass. Right. So why did they publish a recipe? It's like, (laughs) here,
0: make trash food. The back of, I mean, first off, the entire book is full of trash food. It's basically like a church cookbook that they just threw Andy Griffith character names onto. But I was flipping through it the other day, and there is recipe for, like, fried owl. There is a a, a raccoon recipe. There is something that calls for pokeweed. And by the way, if you look up pokeweed, that is toxic. You should not eat it. You might be able to, like, make it palatable if you boil it twice to leach out all the toxins. But yeah, there's shit in this book that will kill you. Remember, this... This recipe that we used called for alum powder. Yeah, a, a thing that people use as a vagina tightener,
2: <laughs> a, vi- a vagina, wow. a vaginal botox. But, uh,
0: yeah, yeah. Again, again, do not put alum powder in your vagina. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's...
2: If there, we have one contribution to society, it's getting if we can prevent one person from putting that powder in their vaginas, we've we've had a net good in this podcast. Uh, so yeah, actually, so, but the, so with this. The the recipe was such dog shit that it was like all right put in normal pickling stuff and then spices and oh, I think okay. spices is like the room for like where you where she would fuck it up
1: right because so it, it did seem like that as yeah. Clara made commentary on her so let's let's her own tasting of well let's do Aunt the B's opening pickles.
0: scene let's do the opening scene we open up uh in Andy and Aunt Bee's kitchen. Aunt Bee is hard at work making some pickles which apparently are just well known for being terrible and everyone knows this. Yeah, but she's aware of
2: it. She's like, "Oh yes, I'm just making some crappy pickles that everyone hates." I don't know.
0: Yeah. And Clara Johnson, her friend walks in. Uh and she's going to, she's got a jar of pickles of her own that she wants Aunt Bee to taste because she's about to enter them in the like the big annual pickle contest. And Clara is like kind of a mean girl about this she says something like like oh aunt b you know what you should do you should definitely enter those pickles of yours into the contest and aunt b says no i'm not gonna do that i've tried 10 times i've lost 10 times and Clara says, corrects her with eleven. And fuck you, Clara.
2: Does dro- fuck you. Yeah, agreed. Does dropping off the jar of pickles qualify as a power
1: move? Oh, it's a total it power like, move. Like, oh, yeah. Oh,
2: yes. I know you. I, I know you suck at this thing. I just thought I'd come by and just do it in front of you.
1: I heard you were currently doing this. Yeah. Now here's my better version. I,
2: I heard you were failing over here. <laughs> I just wanted to, want, want you wanted to come into your kitchen and do a little backflip for yeah.
1: you. Yeah, that was a gnarly move.
0: Yeah. And then she starts to give, like, just a tiny bit of advice. The tiny bit of advice is, maybe you should boil the brine for two seconds longer. Maybe you should add fresher spices. Maybe you should do everything differently. She
2: she says at one point, like, use fresh pickles. (laughs) (laughs) Or, like, like, use fresh cucumber. Like, stop using moldy old (laughs) vegetables on this.
0: (laughs) So, Amanda... Question for you. Yep. Um, again, knowing full well that we're talking vinegar pickles, not fermentation, which is your field of expertise. Yes. What, what are the easiest ways to screw up pickling? What can make a pickle bad?
1: I think this was the crux of why the episode didn't work for me. Like, none. I mean, I, I think the question is, do you like The way pickles taste, if you do, then they're probably going to be fine. And if you don't, they're not going to be good. (laughs) Like, it's vinegar and spices. So, yeah, okay, maybe they could use a spice blend you don't like. But that's really it. Like, it's... There's not a question of bad. It's like, I, I don't know. I was very confused. It's a binary thing? You either have pickles or you don't have pickles? I mean, in my experience, like, yes, that is just true. So- For fermented pickles, there might be a little bit more leeway. There could be some stuff that Clara didn't call out. So sometimes in the pickling process, the reason they add alum to vinegar pickles is to, like, tighten them up so they don't, like, get hollow pickle syndrome and they're crisp. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, really? Yes. <laughs> This, so is, it this is a real thing. Your <laughs> <laughs>
0: do not put alum powder in your penis. Can you just
2: like throw alum powder on anything you need tight? <laughs> I just
1: need it smaller.
0: <laughs> this it's lid like, doesn't quite fit this jar. Throw some alum on it.
2: I'll eliminate crow's feet by
1: just whipping
2: alum powder at
0: it. <laughs> I, <laughs> it's reverse WD <WD-40>. forty.
1: <laughs> just restating for the record: I'm not a canned pickle expert. I'm a fermented pickle expert. So that I haven't canned in years. I do everything fermented now, but. If memory serves, that's what the alum does. So yes, you could have a bad texture if they were like floppy or kind of soft or hollow on the inside. That would be a bad pickle, I think. So but nobody was saying that. They were all tasting them and then acting like it was something about the flavor. The flavor is white vinegar. Like, do you like the flavor of white vinegar or not?
2: Would, would you say that the biggest issue with pickles is flaccidity?
1: <laughs> yes. Nobody wants a flaccid pickle. <laughs> uh, oh, I didn't realize how immature this is going to get. <laughs> yeah, this well, the entire time. We, we don't need... know each other, so. <laughs> why, are, why are
0: all the Ant beat episodes the dirtiest ones, <laughs> yes. even when they're not? We. Oh, God.
2: Yeah. The entire time we're going, we're going to keep inadvertently describing pickles that sound like cocks. <laughs> this is going to it's pretty cool. hard to
1: talk about cucumber, cucumber pickles without getting to cocks. <laughs> I say this as an expert. <laughs> right.
2: Do like all like conventions between people in the industry just develop into like, just devolve into snickering. There's
1: after, a fair like, amount of that. Yes. Have, Unless have you... you're amongst the Amish and then no. <laughs> have you been to a fermentation convention are there like i've I've been to a number of fermentation festivals yes and residencies and the whole shebang. yeah are
2: the amish like a click there
1: (laughs) Uh, um well the amish actually for a long time now have made vinegar pickles and not fermented pickles so they don't tend to be around i've actually taught amish people how to make fermented pickles (laughs) which is always a little awkward i'm like i know this is your hundreds of years family tradition but let me just put a new spin on it for you
2: I think I feel like you're like one of twenty people to teach an Amish person anything.
1: It's true. I actually teach in Lancaster a fair amount, so I do have Amish students for my various classes. Funny, but they do not make cock references, (laughs) and they can't listen to this, so they can't be offended.
2: Not even like we can say whatever we want
0: about them. Honestly, they'll never hear this.
2: Not even like after Rum Springer, where they like they come back and they're like, "Guys, things can also be cocks." (laughs) If, if a thing is shaped like that, you can make a joke about it. Our conversation just became so much easier.
1: Apologies to any Amish people on Rumspringa. I respect your culture.
2: Oh, yeah. The, the, the Rumspringa ones will find out and bring it back to
0: the community. <laughs> I just I'm imagining that, like, you've lived in that community your entire life, and the first thing you do is go and, A, watch an Andy Griffith episode, <laughs> and, B, listen to an Andy Griffith podcast and bring that back with you (laughs) waste like five percent of your rum spring (laughs) look i've been into the outside world it's just two idiots yelling about a black and white television show we're not missing anything guys all right so uh the next scene we're at the jail right Uh, andy and barney are just getting ready for lunch essentially uh
2: They're just, like, humming as they do paperwork. (laughs) Like, they're doing, like, a weird song.
0: It's a really, like, cute little, like, whistle while you work. They just kind of, like, harmonize together as they're just, like, cleaning up and filing some paperwork. And vamp, 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 vamp. We only have ten pages of script. (laughs) Yeah. Guys, do literally anything. (laughs) Uh. It's it's pretty much that, right? Roll camera and, uh, uh. Harmonize for a couple. It's, It's, like, it's, like. Francis Bavier, who played Aunt B, missed her cue and they were just stalling for a few seconds. They didn't remember, they forgot that this isn't live, you can stop and wait. (laughs) It
2: really has that vibe of like, guys, we only have enough tape to do one take of everything.
0: (laughs) So Aunt B comes in, uh, and she's brought the boys lunch as she is wont to do. And remember, like, one of the key points of this entire series is that Aunt B is a good cook. Yeah. Now we've looked through that recipe and I don't see that recipe book and I don't see how that's true. Her fried chicken <laughs> recipe is literally fry some chicken.
2: I like that we read that months ago and you're
0: still mad <laughs> about so it. I'm so mad about it.
2: It's literally like, like just, just chicken and then you fry Flour it. Flour
0: and yeah. not um, even salt. like
2: salt. No, not no, even salt. No salt.
0: Yeah. Anyway, so she comes in, she <laughs> brings him lunch and then she says, oh, and look what else I brought you boys. Some pickles. And they have looks on their face like someone just dropped a baby. Yeah. Like,
2: <gasps> yeah.
0: Just sheer terror in their eyes.
2: It's uh, it's like I brought you sandwiches and also chips and also, and it's like she's withdrawing a gun to <laughs> shoot them both. Like it's like she just dropped the thing of flowers and there's a machine
1: gun in her hand. <laughs> yeah, she knew what she was doing. Yeah, I think I, she knew it was up.
0: That's the question throughout this entire thing is, does Aunt B know what her own pickles taste like? Has she ever tasted one of her?
2: That is... Okay, so she says in the first thing, she's like, my pickles make everyone around me miserable. Why is she making them (laughs) and giving them to the people that she supposedly loves?
0: Why is she making eight quarts? Yeah. It's like... (laughs) Like, I'm sorry, if there's one thing, like, that you like that no one else does, fine. You'd make a little batch for yourself, whatever.
1: Why did you make... Eight. I can give you a boring and true answer to that question. Oh, please. Okay, so in canning recipes, um, unlike fermented recipes, you have to follow really strict guidelines because mm-hmm. otherwise you will give yourself botulism and kill everybody you know. Um, this is not true in fermented pickling. This okay. is only true in canned pickling. Cool. But, so most of the recipes were written, and this is still true today, most of the recipes were written for a time when it was, like, preserving the harvest. Mm. So they're all, like, massive batches of pickles. Like, like eight quarts is, like, a small batch of pickles for canned pickles like that's not a ton
2: so creating like a small scale pickle recipe would require like a lot of trial and error that and the error would be (laughs) botulism i think
1: it's more understanding like the basic science and there are like bloggers that do that today and do it really well but yes so let's say (laughs) hypothetically
0: there were two guys who didn't know how to make pickles (laughs) and they took a recipe for six quarts and just divided everything by six and then they made those pickles Badly,
1: am I? Are we gonna die? Let me ask you. I have, a, I have an important question about that. Were these supposed to go into the refrigerator? These refrigerator pickles. These the then that's fine. Okay. The canning part is the part where it gets where it gets questionable. Okay. So uh, you watched no, the video. You watched. I did. Do this. I didn't see the video. Okay. No, I did okay, not. Okay. So,
2: uh, follow up question. What is botulism and what does it do to your body?
1: <laughs> okay, botulism is when a bacterium that lives in the soil that's cool. on everything we eat all the time has the right conditions to create spores. The spores cool. are the most toxic substance known to man and a very, very small amount of them will kill you. The reason that they're dangerous in canning, sorry for anybody who's really bored by science, <laughs> but like this is just true, is because um low pH is something they don't like, high salt is something they don't like. But their natural predator are lactic acid bacteria, and that's what makes fermented vegetables sour. When you're just adding vinegar, and then when you're boiling like crazy, Mm -hmm. you kill all the lactic acid bacteria, but the Clostridium botulinum is the name of the bacterium, that survives at really, really high temperatures. So if you don't do everything exactly right, it can still be alive in there, where and all of its natural competitors or predators, I guess if you want to say that, are dead.
2: Okay, so... We're just going to take a brief break from talking about the episode because, Marty, should we do this? Should we eat these?
1: Wait. Okay. <laughs> Wait. Let me just ask this. What you did was chop up this cucumber. You boiled it in hot vinegar. You put spices in and then you put it in a jar and put it in the fridge, right? Yeah, pretty much. You're fine. Okay. okay. That's what I would call a refrigerated pickle, not a canned pickle. And that's you do. that's not going to run that risk. Okay, cool.
2: Because I'm like, we're probably not – we probably wouldn't die from it, but – I don't want this to be how I die.
1: No, canned pickles are stored at room temperature. That's an ideal temperature for the bad bacteria. Um, And just like the high boiling and all that stuff. No, once you if you boil them, stick them in the fridge, you're good. Yeah, it
0: still feels cold,
1: actually. Like, truly fine. And using a good recipe for canning is perfectly safe.
2: Okay. (laughs) That would be... The worst way to die of life. So how did he go? Well, he ate a pickle for a podcast uh, that he tried, he made, he made based off of a cookbook that his friend ordered on the internet.
1: And who knew it could be bad? It was right next to the raccoon recipe.
2: Someone told him that it was going to give him botulism. He ate it Anyway.
0: Uh, was it a good pickle? No, it was a bad one. The
2: point was that it was a bad pickle. They made it intentionally to be bad yeah. and then ate it and then just sort of vomited blood on the air.
1: No, it causes paralysis. Cause, And then it was paralyzed. <laughs> so your lungs stop working and your heart stops working and then you die. It's not great. <laughs> oh Jesus! Yeah. Don't do that. These aren't going to do that though. The other thing is airtight, right? Can yeah. pickles have like a seal on them? And botulism likes air, uh, airless conditions. But that has that that's letting air in. You're good. All right, well, I, uh, I promise. We might not is, like them, but we won't die.
0: It is. I did put like one of those little rubber seals in the. You're,
1: it's fine. We're
0: fine. We're fine. All right, we're fine. <laughs> it was what? in the
1: fridge. Between 40, it, it would have to be between 40 and 140 degrees. Okay. This has been the, the Dan's
2: self-preservation
1: instinct corner. <laughs> mm, they oh. smell good, I have to say. You just took the lid off. That Ooh. smells good to me.
0: Okay. Um, right. Did you get a
1: waft?
2: No,
0: no. Yeah, let's. That's actually the first time that that lid's been off in like two weeks. Hmm. does smell pretty good.
1: Oh, yeah. See, so you did it. We didn't fail. Somehow Aunt (laughs) (laughs) B, with all her years of experience, failed to do what you guys managed to do in one try. Okay,
2: so they say, what could she have possibly done? Because they say that the pickles taste like kerosene. They say like gasoline kerosene. So it it has like a, what what, what would that taste be? I've never.
0: Like, can vinegar really spoil? No. No.
1: I mean, it can, well, whatever. Not really. I don't know
2: what kerosene tastes
1: This like. is what I, like, I, I was, when they said that, I was kind of thinking, like, petroleum product, mm. which, like, here's an idea. What if she bought the cheap-ass cucumbers that rode in on the back of a truck that had exhaust like, going up to the cucumbers? Okay. And she always bought those cheap-ass cucumbers, whereas Clara was buying the good stuff from the farmer's market. Where
0: well, she was probably pulling them out of her own garden. Oh, she, well, she did
1: say
2: that, like, hey, stop skimping on cucumbers. So Huh, maybe? Yeah. Or it, it would have to have like a metallic taste to it.
0: I that's mean, if like, you're gonna if you're gonna make eight quarts, you gotta buy in bulk. Like that's maybe that's alum.
1: Maybe maybe like using too much alum gives a metallic taste. She, I don't know. I
0: did I did read that if you use too much alum, you will get kind of a bitter taste. Huh. Now we only use a little bit more than a quarter teaspoon. Even though right. we did that whole thing with the lumps and the like, shaking it in there. We only. So I think we should be fine.
2: So I think what we've established is she fucked up. Big time on this pickle. Like, more so than we were really... It's not like she just did a bad job on the recipe. Like, she accidentally knocked over a thing of, like, metal shavings into the recipe. Yeah, there's no...
0: It's impossible to have made it this bad and make it this bad 10, 11 years in a row. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah,
1: she had to work at making those bad.
0: Yeah. So... New theory, she's intentionally poisoning these
1: people. She actually hates
0: them. And every once a year, she's like, fuck you, Andy. And
1: she knows exactly what she's doing. I like this idea. Alternate uh, ending everybody dies. Or. (laughs)
2: Or she's like trying to teach the family a lesson about emotional honesty, and she's like, she's she's like, every year I'm going to give them terrible, terrible pickles that I know are bad, and Andy is eventually going to just open up to me emotionally and tell me that I've done a bad job at this thing because I'm poisoning his child because he's also giving it to his like very small son, yep. who is and it's like at one point, uh, little Opie is just like. Like, oh yeah, no, we're doing this so that I won't get sick. Yeah, like,
0: I, you don't want yeah. me to. Opie has actually gotten sick from these pickles before. Opie could have died. Yeah, like we we don't have a whole lot of vaccines right now. <laughs> it's the 1960s slash the Great Depression. Yeah, if he gets if he gets tetanus, you're screwed. You can kill a kid <laughs>
2: by looking at him funny. Um, their their immune systems were crap.
0: Barney and Andy come up with this plan that they're gonna have to get rid of. All of these pickles. Yeah. They're going to get rid of them and just replace them with store-bought pickles so that they can tolerate the pickles that are being served to them for the next couple of months.
2: The line of thought is, and he goes like, well, I guess she thinks that just because it's homemade, it's automatically better than something that's store-bought. And then Barney goes like, well, store-bought would be better. And then he goes like, stop right there. I got, I'm up to a scheme.
0: Really kind of off-brand for the Andy Griffith Show, because the Andy Griffith Show in general would, you think, would take the homemade is better argument. Yeah. So this is, like, a little little off for their, little, their standards. Little yeah, cons-
1: I was personally offended. <laughs>
2: <laughs> little, like, they're, yeah, they're, like, doing, a, like, a consumerist oh, yeah. shot across your bow. Like, Sponsored
1: by Big Pickle, that yeah. was. Mr. Vlasic can do anything <laughs> you can.
2: That's the name of the store, right? Yeah, he's, he's yeah. in the pocket of oh, totally class. classic, yeah. yeah, no big, uh, big pickle big paid pickle this pickle off. Fields, you know, right. Like, like get our store bought pickles. Maybe they're not as good, but also they won't make your child ill.
1: <laughs> Worse than Clara's, better than at beast Yeah, That's their tagline. Uh, so,
0: in order to get rid of these pickles, uh, Barney and Andy just start giving them away. Just like every Barney sets up a roadblock. Yeah, and every time someone stops. He gives them a jar of pickles to take with them so, on the way out of town.
2: Yeah, they swap out the pickles, uh, and then he gives them, they're, they're, they treat it like they're doing a crime. Like the most, like anything's been treated like they're doing a crime so far. They're <laughs> it's, like, like it's, we it, have to dispose of the evidence. It needs to be out of county lines, because if we bury it in the woods, <laughs> she'll find it, which is
0: crazy. This is yes. the most attention they've ever paid, including when they do actual crimes, yeah. which is all the time. Yeah. They always do like like let's frame a man for murder. Do, 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 do.
2: Like I'm gonna tell 14 people about this, and then they're like just trying to get rid
0: of bad pickles. No one knows how fingerprinting works yet, so I'm just gonna put my hands over everything.
2: <laughs> they're like, for the pickles, we're gonna create a secret code language that only you and I can understand to transmit very vital pickle information. But so there's this scene where a guy is like driving out of town and Barney's like Hey, so I'm pulling you over. You did a great job driving. I see that you have Ohio plates. Oregon Oregon plates. Uh, As an
0: Oregonian, I I feel the urge to correct that.
2: Right, right. Uh, I see that you have Oregon plates. I'm just going to give you this bag, and what you're going to want to do is drive very far away before you open it. (laughs) Bye. How paranoid would you be in that moment where you'd be like, so a cop just pulled me over, gave me a strange (laughs) bag, and told me to keep driving what am I about to be framed for?
1: Yep. Like, that was a serious abuse of police power. Oh, you think that was an abuse of
0: police power? (laughs) Welcome to the show, Amanda. It was, I was. That's par for the course around here. (laughs) The guy
2: was, like, took it in such stride, and I'd be like, all right, so this bag contains, like, a hand, a gun, (laughs) or, like, a kilo of cocaine.
0: That Oregon dude was just like, okay, I'm... I'm stuffed shirt and white, and you are also stuffed shirt and white, so this has to be fine. I'm mildly befuddled by this. This is...
2: I'm not upset in any way or concerned. I'm just kind of... I didn't plan on having this strange jar, so... It's fine. I guess goodbye. I'm, I'm mad that you've held me up for two minutes. I'm off schedule now.
0: Now I'll never make it to Salem, Oregon. <laughs> The place we're
2: all going all the time.
0: <laughs> um, so, yeah, so they get rid of all of them. Um, then what happens next? Honestly, this is a real plot-heavy episode.
2: And I didn't do show notes for this one because pickles. Uh, you cut all the manual labor I'm doing for this one into making this jar of pickles that I'm just now, like, <laughs> staring at. Uh, so, after this... Uh, uh, they they start like just eating the pickles constantly, right? They're and there. telling
1: Aunt B how great they are. Wait, right. did Barney already go out of town? Was that before that? Oh, oh yes, yes, yes. So the
2: big thing is that uh is that Barney uh is leaving town, and that's like he's leaving town with a big duffel bag that's full of the 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 suspect pickles, and Aunt B is like, oh Barney. I'm mildly interested in this. Why are you leaving? Uh, also, before this, Andy explains to Opie's like, Opie, so do you understand why we need to lie? And Opie just goes like, yeah, so I'll stop getting sick. Good boy. Like, so that is like an explicit thing that is established. Like, I don't want you to be like in bed for three days with stomach cramps and internal bleeding.
0: Uh, you're basically just saying, yes, Opie, uh, your aunt's feelings are much more important than your well-being. I, oh, Good lesson for this child.
2: Opie, I have a way to preserve your aunt's feelings and stop you from shitting blood this year.
0: Oh, boy, Pa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah
2: golly gee so uh there's the big uh the big lie of like barney's going out to meet his cousin who lives in another town and then barney just sort of canadian girlfriends this where he just like <laughs> oh yeah over defends and like andy's like trying to like chase him out of the room where he's just like oh you never met him and uh he doesn't have a phone line so don't try to call why is my barney just turning into like mickey mouse <laughs> seems accurate yeah it might be better it might be worse i don't know uh, don't try to call him because, uh,
0: you know, he doesn't have a phone line. He... And, and, and he says basically, like, why would I ever do that? <laughs> I don't think of you when you're not in front of me. <laughs>
1: you don't matter. I tried to Serves... kill you already. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of town.
0: Serves me right for being mildly interested in your affairs. Yeah. And, and so that's his cover story for him getting rid of all those pickles and having them in a giant bag. He gets rid of them, he distributes them through drivers from all the way from Oregon to Nova Scotia, which makes me wonder, where exactly geographically is Mayberry? Yeah, I was curious about that. Why do all these travelers have to come through town? (laughs) You're in rural North Carolina. There's no freeway. What is happening here? (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Um, Uh,
2: Old-timey highways? I have no idea.
0: Yeah, so uh, they've gotten rid of it, but... Clara comes into the jailhouse and has like a little like touching conversation with Andy, where basically she says that she gets really excited about these pickles that she yeah. makes every year. It gives her a sense of purpose. It like every year she wins that pickle contest, and maybe it seems silly, but for her it's very important. It like makes her feel alive. Essentially, yeah, she it,
2: it, it's like my husband's dead, so pickles are really getting me through the day. So, like, they're really, like, leaning hard into, like, the sad spinster oh. motif. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: And there's this, like, sad violin. I'll play a clip here, honestly. But there's, like, the sad violin playing in the background. And then Andy, like, has this weird epiphany. He's like, oh, well, things matter to other people. <laughs> You're
1: getting
2: ahead of it a little bit. Uh, because the reason she's doing this is because Andy is like, okay, so these guys are really sucking down my pickles. Uh, Yeah. <laughs> uh, really sucking down my pickles. Uh, these pickles must be incredible because people are now happy to eat them. So I'm going to enter them in the pickle contest. Uh, and and I think I have a shot this year.
0: Right, so she's going to enter her store-bought pickles that she doesn't know are store-bought.
2: She thinks she finally got the recipe right.
0: And this is yeah. threatening Clara, and which also, like aren't there other competitors for Clara to worry about? But now she's, like, really worried, like, oh, Aunt B's in the running. I should have some real competition this year. And Andy realizes, oh, yeah, it's not, it's not right for us to enter store-bought pickles in this. Well, yeah. here's the thing. They could have just run the store-bought pickles and still lost, because I'm assuming that Clara's pickles are better than store-bought, right? They didn't have to do any of this. Yet more store
2: pickles propaganda because they're like, no, store pickles are gonna blow homemade pickles out of the water.
1: Yeah, everyone's yes. buying into that. Were you just being furious? I was, I was. I truly was like, come on, guys. What is the message that you're trying to send here? Like, there's no question if you've had a store-bought pickle versus a homemade pickle in, they're better if they're in, homemade. In
2: the episode about artisanal pickle making, they're just like, suck it, artisanal pickle <laughs> totally. making. Totally.
1: Yeah, I'm serious. This was sponsored by Vlasic. <laughs> I would not I wonder be... What sp- the, I bet there weren't rules. It was like the fire festival of its time. Like, there were no rules about who could sponsor it without stating that they were a sponsor.
0: Oh, oh, we've Definitely. we've seen Andy hawking cigarettes and <laughs> <shopping> <laughs> stuff before. Like.
2: I, I feel like they had just invented product placement at this point. Yeah. Like what if an ad, gentlemen, gentlemen, what if an ad wasn't an ad? Like,
1: I, yeah. Yeah. i seriously, I wonder if Vlasic was still was kicking around then.
2: They were just they really wanted to like chase you off the idea of trying to make pickles on your own. They're like making pickles Oh, uh, yourself is impossible. Yeah. You're gonna fuck it up. Don't even try. Just go get store-bought pickles because all of your friends will laugh at you behind your back.
0: Uh, let, me, let me pontificate <laughs> semi-seriously here. So, this is post-war America. Mm-hmm. We are more and more consumerist. The idea that you would make anything homemade, that's pre-war. That's some Great Depression bullshit. Mm-hmm. And so, we're now in the 1960s where it's like encouraged that you should just be Stimulating yeah. the American economy. Go out and spend and spend and spend. Buy that stuff, buy that stuff. And it's the reason we think it's extra weird is that this is the Annie Griffith show, which has no idea what year it's in. But remember, it is still 1961. So, yeah, that pervasive, like, buy from the factory, get it right home attitude is really coming in heavy and hot. So, yeah, and that is kind of less like thinking that Aunt B's or Clara's methods. They come from another generation. That's a good point.
2: Oh, I This is now a conspiracy theory that I wholeheartedly <laughs> believe in about pickles.
0: Do you encounter that a lot when you're teaching people fermentation? Like, a little bit of resistance in that it's just, like, old-minded? Or I guess people... They I sign think up for your courses. It's
1: Yeah, it's kind of, like, hip again. You know what I mean? It, like, came around. Like, fermentation is thousands of years old, literally. And... Uh, people were doing it really into like the 50s and then kind of started to fall out of favor. And Right now, around I'd... this time, 1961. Um, Probably, yeah. Like my grandma's generation definitely did it. And then like my mom's generation definitely did not. It's okay. the 60s. We don't have to do this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and
2: now our generation yeah. is desperate for authenticity.
1: It's totally true. Yeah. yeah, it's like labor saving. I mean, anything that was labor saving was considered positive. And like that's part of like women's lib and all that stuff. Like women didn't have to be chained to the stove. My mother's very proud of my work. Um, But like, yeah, you like for sure, I think that makes absolute sense. That and the evil product placement that was definitely happening. No we...
2: So, so I think that is this our first conspiracy theory on the on the show that last Whoa. time we
0: recorded we decided that Barney was part of the Kennedy assassination. What
2: <laughs> right, are you talking yeah, about? Okay, wow. yep, 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 that yep,
0: was yep. yesterday, my man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We yeah. did that no. twenty-four
1: hours ago. <laughs> sorry, sorry, the first conspiracy theory that I believe. <laughs> no, I think I think you're right. I think you nailed it.
0: Alright, so Once he realizes that things matter to other people. Yeah, once
2: once he remembers empathy. (laughs)
0: Yeah, and he realizes, all right, well, we can't enter these store-bought pickles in the competition because they'll win, and that's going to make Clara sad. Yeah. But we also can't let Aunt B know that we lied to her. So the only thing we got to do, I guess, we're going to have to eat all these pickles, all these store-bought pickles, so that Aunt is going to have to make another batch of her bad pickles. And he goes to Barney and Opie with this, and Barney says, What the hell is wrong with you? Are you nuts? And then we get... How we're... can you ask this of
2: me? Yeah. I can't
0: do this. If... I would take a bullet for you, yeah. Andy. But, but this? This is a bridge too far. That went straight to Jimmy Stewart. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's a surprisingly difficult impression. Yeah. Yeah. You go the wrong way, Muppet. Yeah. You go, like, too wrong the other way, just Jimmy
1: Stewart. Just Jimmy Stewart. Just, just Jimmy. Could, could get into some Hepburn, too, with, the like, the voice waiver. Oh, Kim. Kim I, do I, it I, do I it. don't think I can do it. Uh, uh, nope, can't do it. <laughs> I tried. <All> right, well, <laughs> just, just do the word pickle with your best party vibe. Well, Andy. Nope, I'm definitely Solid. going co- I'm going to go cowboy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> kind, of, kind of went into a... You, uh, you got
2: the, uh, the, that, that, like, back of the throat aspect yeah, yeah. of
0: it. It's a
1: surprisingly difficult impression. Yeah, that's, that's tricky.
0: So we're treated to a montage, which is honestly pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. The montage of Opie and Barney and Andy sucking down pickles. Uh, and they like, mon- they also do a montage of all their different theme musics, essentially. Like, yeah. Andy gets the, the, the fish and hole, the And then we get to that, like, annoying, like, Pop Goes the Weasel theme that Opie always has. We don't do Barney's Fascist March theme song. Yeah. Which is fine. But, like, I I like the music for this. They're actually, like, overlapping shots on top of each other. Some double exposure. It's, like, some pretty advanced stuff for the time. This, like, montage of them eating pickles. It's pretty funny because, you know, even if they're good pickles... You can only eat so many pickles before you're just like, I'm done with this.
2: I'm so proud of them for figuring out montages because, like, two episodes ago, they would have literally shown every single, like, at normal rates. Just gonna
0: cut into this with a fork and knife. They would have just
2: been like, boys, we get to write off this half of the episode. We have to demonstrate in real time that they ate 30 pickles because otherwise home audiences won't put it together.
0: So they eat their, their pickles to death. And I gotta say, like, that's pretty funny. It would have been more funny if they had come up with a plot contrivance where they have to eat the bad pickles, right? Right. Like, well, the gag would have been they have to eat all of the bad pickles and get rid of them. And That's...
1: they could have done the same thing. They yeah. could also have taken the pickles and hidden those pickles or gotten those pickles out of town. Yeah. They yeah. were, like, suddenly convinced wait, that they had to wait, eat them. you're right. Why don't they just get rid of them? <laughs> I don't know. Just give passing motorists... Take a jar out of the jail and bury... Could... I mean, the burying thing was the wisest decision from the start. Make a yeah. little compost pile, guys. Yeah, come there's,
0: on. There's nothing stopping them from just doing... Doing the same thing over again. Yeah. Do they say it's like they don't have time? Maybe because
1: have... the other ones they wanted desperately not to eat, but these they were like, "Fine, we can eat them."
0: Yeah, they,
2: because
1: they were delicious plastic pickles, not she, shitty homemade ones.
2: I still don't understand why they can't just like throw them away. Like, yeah. just can she smell the, yeah. this the vinegar of a of a spilled pickle from like fifty miles? Maybe it yeah. has
0: a lake. Just <laughs> yeah. canoe out in the middle of the lake. Like you're killing Fredo in Godfather yeah. <laughs> 2. it! you beat me to
2: the
1: Fredo reference. And just <laughs> dump the pickles. Yeah. It's a yeah. mystery. The easiest crime. It's a real mystery. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So Ambie is shocked. He's like, wow, you all wolfed down those pickles. I'm another eight quarts of pickles gone. Ambie's <laughs> gotta know, right? Ambie's gotta know that these people did not eat 16 quarts of pickles in two days. Yeah, she, even if she thought they were good pickles, I would say, are you you okay? <laughs> yeah. Like, are, are you, like, malnourished
2: in some way? Like, she's totally fucking with them. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. She's,
0: oh, yeah. She's absolutely in on this.
2: She, I, I, my, my, like, headcanon is now, like, every year she's just like, just, just say the pickles are bad. Like, what are you doing? And then this year she's like, what extremes can I push these idiots to where they'll ab- finally just say that the pickles are bad? Like, I'm entering the contest. Tell me the pickles are bad so I don't embarrass myself in uh, in this. And then, like, she, this just ends with her being massively disappointed in her family.
1: Yeah. But wait, she does only agree to enter the pickles in the contest after she eats one while they're trying to fake eat them. Right. So she tasted it and knew it was good. And then she was like, oh, okay, I'll enter these
2: had she, like, tried one of her pickles before? I don't
1: think we actually saw her eat her own pickles. (laughs) I've gone 11 years without eating a single one of these things that I've made. I just make them, folks. I don't eat them. Don't put that thing anywhere near my face.
2: That makes your pickle delivery at the beginning all the more callous. She's like, I don't know how these taste. Just, let's let's
1: roll the dice in your little mouths. Rule number one of cooking, Aunt B taste your own food. Yeah.
2: Just, like... Just kind of yeah. going into this blind. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. I don't get. So I, I have a little bit of conflict on that. On the one hand, I think she is fucking with them, and on the other hand, like she genuinely didn't seem ready to submit them to the contest right. until she tasted that they were actually decent. All right. I, I like... mean, Vlasic's were actually decent. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. So let's let's just get this to its natural conclusion. Aunt B <laughs> enters her terrible ker- her kerosene pickles into the uh, contest. Clara enters her regular pickles into the
1: contest. Her pickles of self-worth, if you will. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: her entire self-esteem is banking on this. And what happens <laughs> if,
1: like, I think I think that,
0: uh, according to the ultra-reliable Mayberry Wiki, uh, Amphi's entry number in the contest was 11, Clara's was number 4. There were six other, no, <laughs> nine other contestants. I know how numbers work. <laughs> yeah. There were nine other contestants, at least... Why was she not worried about any of them? What yep. would happen if one of them won? Like, if Emma Brand had upped her game over the past year. Maybe she- that
1: was Clara's off. Off camera work, she was going from house to house telling her sob story. <laughs> oh,
2: she, just every like every husband and father and brother and like and daughter in the in the entire. She was like, "If I don't win this contest, I'm going to fucking die! I swear to
1: God." I feel like she maybe had a different story for every family, ta- tailored to their particular <laughs> oh, sensitivities. Right? My- and,
0: and when she was when she was pulling that like psyop shit with uh, Aunt B at the beginning of the episode, she was psychologically breaking oh, yeah. everyone yeah. else. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Clara. She's she's the mastermind of this episode. Clara!
2: My dead son Billy used to like these pickles before he died gruesomely. Anyway. botulism,
0: somehow. (laughs) Weirdly enough. (laughs)
2: Anyway, see you at the pickle contest. Hope I'm not in your head.
1: This
2: will kill me. Pickles are the only connection I have
1: to the world. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, this is my actual job, and I would not make statements that were that strong about my relationship to pickles. She,
2: holy shit, Claire is a sociopath. Yep, everyone on
1: this show is. Yeah, She's a too.
2: fucking lector. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: but with uh, pickles. <laughs> but with pickles. Well, she wins. <laughs> All yeah. is right with the world. The judges have this funny little moment where they eat the pick, like the bad cucumbers and they go, oh God, what is this? They have to like, go wash their faces off and, <laughs> you know, just off screen in a water fountain. And finally, Andy's like, well, I guess this doesn't matter. Uh, Clara seems to be happy and as long as my family likes it, right Andy? <laughs> you do like it, right? Then everything's okay. <laughs> and Andy's like,
2: I love it. And she's like, great. Slides it across Eat the pickle, Andy. Eat it while I look at <laughs> you in the eyes. Look, look me right here and
0: eat the pickle. Look
2: me in the eyes, eat the pickle, and tell me how great it is. <laughs>
1: you coward. <laughs> I also feel like the thing with the judging was a little weird. Like that was susceptible to Clara's intervention because everybody knew their judging position and the judges were doing it right in front of them. So I don't know. That seemed like that could easily be kind of a cooked contest.
2: It was not a double blind.
1: Like, no, there was no double blind aspect to this. How do, how do, uh, pickle contests work? I actually have no idea. I, I go to, I actually teach usually at the, um, at the Pennsylvania State Fair, but, I have never seen the judges, like, judge the contest, which do happen still to this day. Is it, like, does
2: it happen, like, behind closed doors? Like, they take the pickles? Like and I don't those... know.
1: I would kind of assume so. They actually put badges on the jars. Like, the yeah. jars are displayed out in public, right. and they put badges on them. I don't think there are people in the room while they're tasting. Right. I could definitely be wrong about that, because I've never gone to the mm-hmm. judging portion, but that seemed, I mean, just knowing how, like, diabolical Clara is, that seemed especially problematic like, to me. she
2: bribed the judges, or blackmailed the judges, or had, or had just done she one just of her- already
1: done her bullshit like oh um, woe is me yeah. I'm, you guys judge how you see fit but i will kill myself tomorrow yeah. if i don't win i sw- don't oh, let that sway you
2: just by the way have you noticed that there's a gun range right next to the pickle <laughs> contest crazy anyway bye <laughs> uh,
1: very mentally healthy
0: yeah claire is not a well woman <laughs> uh and that's it that's the episode that's a very popular episode for some reason it's fine we we
2: the, the whole thing they could have just buried the pickles in the woods i know it's fine it's, what it's, would they
0: have done though it's yeah. a mildly funny episode
2: yeah all right uh and then the stinger is that uh they're like okay well in the future we're going to be more emotionally honest with uh with her or whatever the fuck they're resolving to improve upon and then uh Barney like spreads some of the jam that's on the table and says that it smells like airplane glue. <laughs>
1: oh, uh, I missed so- that.
2: Yeah. And then they're like, huh, that's weird. Opie must have left airplane glue out when he was making a model. And then they open a cupboard and it's full of a new thing of like preserves. And they're like, oh my God, no. <laughs> and then just like cut to black where it's like like a new reign of terror. So it's not just that she sucks at making pickles. She sucks at making, I guess, any sort of
1: preserves. Pres- like she can't can. Maybe she just doesn't know how to can. She's using the wrong canning recipes.
2: Or does she like? She has like contaminated cans. Maybe,
1: like, maybe she didn't sanitize her jars. It, it can happen. What you do by boiling them? You do boil them. Yeah,
0: yeah. We were actually pretty worried about that because like I didn't boil this jar. Why are you doing this again,
1: Matt? It, canned pickles and fridge pickles—different universe of sure. danger. Cool. You're cool. you're cool. fine. No we're, one's gonna. I will eat a pickle yeah. to prove to you how sure. Oh, I am really? That well, fine. that's a great segue. <laughs> yeah, that's, so before we do
0: ratings, so...
2: I've been like I've been getting gradually hungrier over the course of this.
0: So Dan and I did make the recipe for Aunt Bee's Kerosene Cucumbers. You can find us watching it, or you can find us doing it if you go to our YouTube channel.
1: Is it called that
0: in the book? It's called kerosene that, Ant Bee's Kerosene, B's kerosene Cuc- Cucumbers. Wow. But here's the thing, like, none of it seemed really that bad. It was like one hot pepper, like, some garlic, some pickling spices, which I think I used, like, allspice and... Mustard seed and like pretty standard stuff. So I don't see how this can be that gross, but here we go. Yeah. Here's some bad pickles, I guess.
1: Did so, you add the kerosene?
0: I, I did not add the what? kerosene, so I guess the worst part about this would be like I didn't actually have onion, so I just used granulated onion. Right. So I think that's fine. Do what you're right. doing. All right, Dan's grabbing the first one.
2: It's an adequate pickle. that on a sandwich. Yeah, it's
1: good. Totally good. Yeah. It's this is little, anticlimactic. Yeah, a little sweeter <laughs> than I normally like.
2: I was really hoping these would be disgusting, but as we found out early, you can't really fuck up pickles Those that Those are bad. pretty good. I yeah, like it's good. Yeah, it's actually mm-hmm. good. It's totally good. good. Mm. Shit, we made good pickles. You fuck. made good pickles. This ain't good podcasting. These
1: aren't even going to kill you.
2: Uh, we should have like... I don't know. Put like mustard in it or something.
1: Mustard is really good. In pickles. Damn it! I, there's mustard seed <laughs> in Mustard in it. We're really culinary common, geniuses. Common pickling spice. <laughs> I
2: I was just meant like like
1: oh squeezing mustard, like squeeze also and like, just like some, I feel like that'd be pretty delicious frenchies. too. Fuck,
2: I I'm a fucking like like savant. <laughs> at you
1: pickling. can't help but be yeah. amazing. Amanda, what
0: are some of your favorite recipes from this book? I just flipped open to mac and kim cheese and that sounds delicious. Yeah,
1: that's pretty good. I, there are a lot of the krauts I really like a lot. Um, there's a roasted garlic kraut. So like generally you don't want to cook things for ferments, but if you're putting a little bit of a cooked thing into a big batch of raw things, um, it will drop the pH appropriately to make it safe. It is, fucking delicious i put it on everything you know my pickle recipe i'm pretty proud of my basic cucumber pickle recipe because that's like the hardest thing to ferment and to can by the way my canning friends have told me the same thing it's like the one thing that like is problematic like it's where you can get stuff soft in the middle or you're doing the botulism risk I'm, I do know botulism. I wanted right, to right, point I out. Imagine. Fermentation has no association with botulism. Like, it's the natural enemy of clostridium. <laughs> I want to put out that
0: in the index for Amanda's book, uh, under safety, there's botulism, and botulism is mentioned on page 13, 14, 34, and 42. And probably up four times in this book. This
1: is because everybody confuses canning pickles with fermenting pickles, and in canning, botulism is a risk. In fermentation, it's just not. There's a 10,000 year archaeological record of Fermentation and there's never been a case of foodborne illness associated with it. It's safer than like eating a raw vegetable, but canning you have to like know what you're doing or listen to someone who knows what they're doing.
2: I really like that there's a version of this that's like you're playing with fire. (laughs) Like there's the higher risk, (laughs) higher reward version of pickling. It's true. It is true. Dancing with the devil while making these pickles. Yeah,
1: you can't. You cannot fuck around with canned pickles. You like really have to follow it. It's like baking if you're being, like, completely insane. Like, you cannot be like, I'm just going to use a cup of baking soda instead. Like, you can't do that if you're baking cookies, right? And you can't, like, change the salt ratio. You can't change the vinegar ratio. You can't change the cook time for canned pickles.
2: And there's probably, like, people that, like, flew too close to the sun (laughs) trying to make the perfect canned pickle recipe and then just, like, killed three judges at a contest. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Definitely could have killed themselves, for sure. I mean, most of those stories are, like, pretty old where, like, people were probably more subsistence And they were like, I don't have the right materials, so I'm just going to use this. And then they were like, oh, my 13 children have all succumbed to botulism. Tell me about the
0: pumpkin spice kimchi.
1: Pumpkin spice kimchi, my PSK. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so it's just kimchi, but instead of you, there's a lot of different kinds of kimchi. So um, kimchi isn't just made with cabbage. It's made with a lot of um, other kinds of vegetables. And in that case, I actually made it with pumpkin. As the, like the base vegetable. So there's, you know, all the traditional kimchi things in there, hot and spicy things, and onions, and um, gochugaru, but it's the base ingredient is pumpkin. What is gochugaru? It's like the red spice powder that goes, that's like the traditional kimchi spice. Oh, okay. Cool,
0: cool, cool. So that's our episode. Uh, uh, we ought we to do some ratings. Okay. Oh, um, yeah.
2: Okay, so in terms of, so there's two ratings. There's Andy rating for how good this episode is, and five rating for how morally reprehensible I find it. Okay. Okay. Uh, Ten is maximum. What? Yeah. Okay. All right.
0: So Andy, Andy ratings. Um, let's say. Let's say. Yeah. Go oh, first. I go first. Yeah. Ooh, I don't so, know. We'll start. We'll start with the Andy. So scale right. of one to ten. How much did you actually enjoy watching this episode?
1: I liked it. I mean, I had there were some problematic things, but yeah, I would say you know seven or an eight, seven point mm-hmm. eight.
0: All right. I feel like I would also give it about a seven. Like, I, it it made me laugh a couple of times. I really like that montage. Uh, there's some good bits in it. Plot wise, it's a lot more plot heavy than a lot of the Andy Griffith stuff is. So,
2: yeah, I'll do. I was gonna say six, but yeah, fuck it. I'll do like an. I'll do a seven. Yeah. Again, we all agree.
0: Yeah. Season two, baby. We, we need to start,
2: like, writing these down, because the first person who does it always makes a really good point, and, uh, and like, I'll just sort of, like, group thought behind them. Hmm. Uh, all right, so...
0: five meter oh. which is just, like, how gross is this? How much did it shill for Big Pickle?
1: Oh, it, that's a ten, motherfuckers. <laughs> like, that... Seriously, they definitely had Vlasic on retainer, and... And and also, that's not even including all of their machinations to get the pickles out of town. Clara being, like, a stone-cold bitch. Aunt B like, completely out of control with her familial manipulation. Yeah, this gets a 10.
2: I I I think, like, it really was, like, a shot across the bow of your just entire, like, pursuit. This is so
1: funny to me,
0: though, because, like... We've seen so much worse on this show. Yeah. I'm just like for me, I was like, "Yep, yeah, that's just that's
1: every day." But, but like danger. emotionally, like there's a lot of emotional digging going on like, there.
2: there. We've never watched an episode where it's been like, "Hey, on this episode of Andy Griffith's show, Andy tells Martin Schneider to fuck himself." Like <laughs> it's never <laughs> been like, like, it's never been like, "Hey, uh hey, Barney, hey, Andy, you know what sucks ass? Audio production." <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yeah, it does. Like. <laughs> she has been personally and directly slighted by this episode. That's also
1: true. True. It's
0: true. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Fair point, fair point. That we've been through season two for so long and season two sucks. <laughs> it's just all very bad writing. Uh, and it's like we're in a desert. We we know there's a promised land where the lady from I Dream of Genie is gonna show up and it's gonna get very gross and horny and then like <laughs> many s- crimes are going to happen and we're looking forward so like
0: intensely. But for right now we're here, and here I'm gonna go with like my my five the five meter calibration is so far off now. Uh I'm gonna give this like a I'm gonna give it a six, just for Clara alone, honestly. <laughs> She's a psychopath.
2: Clara's sociopathy uh, warrants a four for me. That, <laughs> thank God she uh, took up Pickles as a life pursuit because she could wipe this town off the map. Just like one by one Hannibal Lecter on <laughs> her way through this community. Uh, we're, it's a mercy that she took to Pickling.
0: <laughs> okay, so that is it for this episode. Uh, don't forget you can find us online if you want to get in touch with us. Uh, we are at twitter.com slash breakmayberry, breakingmayberry.com. Breaking Mayberry at gmail.com. On Twitter, I am at Schneid Remarks. That's S-C-H-N-E-I-D Remarks. Uh, someone's chuckling at my my wonderful pun. <laughs> <laughs> the
2: first person ever. <laughs> I'm at the Luds 2Ds.
0: Uh, Amanda, where can people find you and your stuff?
1: I'm at Fickle Foods on all the Instagram, P-H-I-C-K-L-E, and that's it. Okay. www.fickle.com
0: Okay, we will have links to this book wherever it can be purchased. Uh, really, wherever it gives you the most share. Yeah. Tell us where to put it. We'll have links uh, down below in the show notes. Uh, don't forget, if you like what you're hearing, to share, like, subscribe, rate, review, etc., etc. Get us in the earbuds of other people. That's about it. These are actually some really good pickles that we're all going to munch on yeah. as soon as we're done recording. That's about it for us. We'll see y'all down at the fishing hole. Y'all come back.